Hello and welcome to this podcast. This is Confessions of a Personal Trainer. I'm Chloe, a personal trainer, and my aim is to educate, inspire, motivate you, and hopefully challenge the thoughts that might be stopping you from reaching a goal. So things are pretty busy at the minute. So it is December the 20th. It's actually 7am because all week or for the last two weeks I've been saying must get podcast stuff recorded and I just haven't I just haven't I don't even know why because I have had like a spare hour here and there but in my mind I've just been like oh I'll do it later and then (laughs) I should know by now that that never happens so every time we say I'll do it later no you just need to do it now so whatever it is that you're putting off that is my lesson for you today later probably isn't going to happen just get it done now so here I am I woke up this morning I went out for a walk and I thought let's do some podcast content recording because then it's done and I want to do it I want to get content out there so yeah I've been trying to juggle my time so work is um, still fairly busy so it's quite and down it does quite and down this time of year but it's still fairly busy but then of course there's more social events there's more seeing family members seeing friends um wrapping presents how time consuming is that I actually hate wrapping presents and I would pay somebody to wrap my presents for me because I just find it such a waste of time so I had to (laughs) grin and bear it put some Christmas songs on it wasn't that bad but that's done now but that took a few hours the good thing is it's done and now I feel like I can tackle a bit more of my to-do list So this is one episode that I definitely wanted to record before Christmas because I want to talk about overeating and the reasons why we overeat or why we might feel like it's a bad thing, how we can look out for behaviours or feelings and how we can avoid those certain behaviours that make us overeat and then some things to think about instead. So just some key areas to think instead of or things to focus on instead and I'm going to put a different spin on why actually overeating could be a good thing for you. So first of all, I just want to, I don't really talk about, I haven't spoke about food a lot on these um, episodes, but I just want to share that overeating happens to every single person. And at some point, everybody will overeat. So even if you look at somebody and you think that they have a perfect relationship with food, they probably don't everybody does overeat at some point and that's okay because overeating itself isn't the issue the main issue or the the biggest problem is our behaviors or our thoughts around that overeating situation that is the the biggest problem so overeating is often caused by some kind of restriction and we restrict because that gives us control so quite a lot of times in our lives we don't have control over a lot of things so prices go up or people might be in a bad mood whatever it is there's a lot of things that we don't have control over but restriction we do so that makes us feel like we're in control makes us feel good can actually make you feel quite powerful and it is addictive so when you do become in restriction mode it is quite an addictive behavior until you can't stick to something because you're normal and nobody can stick to something all the time but then if you can't stick to it you're going to feel guilty for not sticking to something or not sticking to your plan and you've lost control which means you've lost your control that was making you feel good and now you feel guilty because you've lost that control so restriction might feel like it's needed but it can be very difficult it's very difficult to get out of a restrictive mode as well 
This is often why a lot of people struggle, particularly around Christmas, because the restriction around Christmas is very difficult. If you restrict for most of the year and you feel like you need that restriction, it is very difficult around Christmas because you probably will lose that control that you normally have. So then a lot of people end up feeling guilty. They end up withdrawing and it can be quite difficult. So hopefully these behaviours that I'm going to share today will help you in some way. So one of the biggest things, and this is something that I have done in the past, and this is why I know I'm speaking from experience here. So I'm hoping that this is relatable or helpful, but so many people will bank calories. And this is something that I think you can do. You have to be very careful. I wouldn't encourage people to do this. I know I could do it now, but that's because I know myself and I know my history with eating I know my mindset so I probably could if I wanted to bank calories so what I mean by that is I probably could eat less today if I knew that I was going out tomorrow and I would have more tomorrow I wouldn't encourage people to do that though because it does create more hunger and then that is likely to lead to overeating so if you were to save 500 calories of today which is quite a lot but if you were to save 500 calories today and tomorrow and what day is it today so today is Tuesday so if you were to do today and tomorrow and Thursday and Friday and then you've got 2,000 extra calories to eat over the weekend logically it makes sense and the science behind it would make sense because you've eaten less so you could actually eat more but the emotional side of it and the psychological side of it probably won't help you so it is going to create more hunger it's going to create more restriction as well and that is the reason that most people will overeat so I would say it's not a good idea to do especially this time of year I think there's certain exceptions if you are let's say it is a random June and you are trying to maintain a calorie deficit I think you can use a calorie a calorie banking system that is actually quite helpful but perhaps not at this time of year I think this should be more around memories over macros but again, that is something that is easy to say, but it's a hard concept to get your head around it if you are used to tracking or if you want to track. It's very difficult to then say, oh, well, memories over macros. But it actually is. And hopefully that is something that it do- does become easier the more time you you give yourself to practice that concept. Another behaviour to notice and to avoid would be to be planning January already. So I just want to say, I actually do like January. So I like the January momentum for motivation even though this new year new me is cliche I I just like seeing people motivated and I like seeing that all year round but it, you see it more in January so maybe it's because maybe it's the personal trainer in me or the, the coach in me I like to see this motivation from people and then the issue is that people will get to January the 9th and think oh no <laughs> my motivation's gone and then people give up but I quite like the January motivation however Something that's going to create more more restriction now is if you're already thinking, okay, from January the 1st, I'll be good. That means you've got from now until January the 1st to be in your mind to say, right, okay, I have got free reign over the next two weeks or week and a half, whatever, and I will do whatever I want. I will use the, I'll take advantage. I'll use this time. This is my last chance before the diet starts. And then you'll likely overeat and you'll probably feel worse by the time it gets to January. So that's something else just to just to look out, just be mindful of. I'm not saying that you have to change anything or do anything, just be mindful of the way you 
you label the next couple of weeks. So it's not a last chance because even in January, if you wanted to eat an entire chocolate Yule log, you can. You don't have to do it in this month, but we get it in our head that we have to do everything now before January comes. And it's, it's the same as sometimes on a Sunday, people might get that. Well, I'll eat this today and I'll start fresh on Monday. But actually, if you were to eat a whole box of chocolates over a week, let's say, and you were to have a few each night, you might think, mm, they're really nice, I like them. And you enjoy the entire box of chocolates. If you eat the entire box in one sitting, that's the same thing. You're still eating the same amount of calories, the same amount of chocolates. But if you eat the entire box in one go, you'll probably feel sick. You'll probably feel guilty. Whereas if you have the box over the week, it's the same thing, but the situation or how you feel about the situation is very different. Something else to avoid or just to notice would be to plan extra cardio. So make sure that you're not planning extra workouts because again, you will likely end up very hungry and you will likely overeat. Also, you don't want to get yourself into a, a routine of trying to burn off food to eat food because it or burn calories so that you can eat more calories because it doesn't work like that. And you won't be burning off your Christmas dinner either because again, it just doesn't work like that. So I would just try and stick to your typical routine. So we're going to try and shift this around a little bit now. So things to focus on instead. I would say a big one would be your overall awareness and being mindful. So that box of chocolates example that I've just said, the situation would be the same, but the outcome is probably very different mentally anyway. So if you can have that overall awareness, this is, so a good thing could be, so let's say if someone offers you a chocolate today or a mince pie today and you say, mm, well, actually I'm saving myself for Christmas day. Then by the time it gets to Christmas day, you might have five mince pies because you've not let yourself have one. So you need a mince pie and then you eat five. Whereas if you allowed yourself to eat a mince pie every day of the month, by the time it gets to Christmas day, you might think, well, actually, I don't really want a mince pie. So the novelty of it wears off. And again, this is where something that if you remove rules around food and although you might think that you you'd go absolutely crazy and eat everything in sight, you probably wouldn't. You'd, you'd be able to be more in touch with your hunger cues and the foods that you actually want. Because I know that there's been so many times for me years ago when I would just eat things for the sake of it because I wouldn't usually allow myself that food. So even though I didn't particularly enjoy it, I would eat it because I'm like, well, I'm not usually allowed this or I'm not usually going to eat this, so I'll eat it. Whereas now I think, well, actually, do I want to eat this? Do I enjoy this? If it's a no, maybe I'll have a bite of it and think, "Mm, no, actually, I'm not keen on that. Then leave it. And then I can eat the things that I want to eat and the things that I enjoy eating. Something else to focus on is moving to feel good. So if you do want to go to the gym, then great. Maybe you want to go and do a strength session. Maybe you want to meet some friends because you're all off work. You don't see each other then that's great. So you want to focus on how exercise makes you feel rather than making yourself go because you think you need to go. So my tip for this would would be to try and keep your exercise as it is now. So if you do two gym sessions a week, see if you can just keep that going over the festive period. So the gym might be quiet between Christmas and New Year anyway. It could be a good time to go with a friend. If you normally go out for walks or for a run, maybe you still want to include that. So maybe you can still keep your, your training schedule as close as it is now. I do this with food as well. So I would try and keep your food routine as close as possible in terms of your your protein intake, the fiber, water intake, and then enjoy additional treats around your meals so that the whole festive period isn't just mince pies. Some kind of nutrition as well as your mince pies. 
So I am going to offer some different ways to think about eating more. From the past five or six years of working with clients, I know that eating more or the idea of eating more, the thought of eating more can be very scary. And I know that this, for some people, it's not an issue. That Some people are quite happy to eat more. For some people, they will eat more, but then feel bad about eating more. And some people just don't want to eat more. So I have worked with different mindsets. And I know that one of the biggest ones is that people fear eating more. So I just want to give you a different way to think about eating more or maybe to remove the guilt around eating more. So I've got four points and then a bonus point because I like to end with a bonus point that will hopefully help. So I want you to think of this as a diet break. So let's say you have the next two weeks off. Think about this as a rest or a break that your body could benefit from especially if you've been in a calorie deficit for some time now, or if you have been restricting, maybe this is a time to see if you can step away from that restriction. Eating more isn't going to boost your metabolism, but because of metabolic adaptation, if you eat more and you have more energy, so more more food is just going to be stored as more energy, maybe this means that you're going to be dancing around the house, you might go on festive walks, you might run around after the family members. You could just have more energy in general which means you do move around the house all day or you move outside you move more so if you move more you might burn more energy than normal and that is all thanks to extra energy which is extra food a second thing to think about is providing that you're not overindulging to the point where you are so full that you can't move if you're if you're just overeating where you've eaten more in general you might actually feel better so if your body's got more food you probably will want to do more things you will want to run around after the kids or play with your kids you might want to go to the gym you might just feel more energized because your body has extra food so you might find that your body likes this extra food it's also likely to improve your sleep so you might find that that could also be the red wine i am looking forward to a red wine sleep but on a serious note more protein and more carbs is actually very good for your brain, which is going to help you sleep. So already at this point, more food is helping with your sleep, helping with more energy, helping you to hopefully feel better in general. But also taking time off your typical routine can actually help with your long-term adherence. So that means if you plan on sticking to something again, so making a, creating a plan next year, having time off now is helpful for long-term consistency so just like you need days off from work and you need days off from the gym you do also need days off from tracking or from like your typical daily food and exercise plans you're likely to feel better after a break as well so you're, you're likely to want to put the effort in and feel ready to work so you know if you come back from holiday and then you just feel like you're I mean, you might have holiday blues, but usually you'd come back with some kind of motivation, like this is what I'm going to do. This is where I'm going to start. This is what I'll do next. And you've got some kind of extra motivation. And this is, this is where we can explain the extra motivation that people get in January. People have had two weeks of kind of having a relaxed approach, doing what they want. And then it gets to January and people think, right, let's go. Time to work. It can be very helpful to have that time off because it might make you think, oh, I've missed my routine or this is what I want to do when I get back and I think it's quite good for helping you get back into a routine okay one more thing so a final note if you have consumed more food and you've moved less so maybe this is January the 1st by now and you weigh yourself 
by the rule of science, you probably will have gained weight. You probably will weigh heavier. Not necessarily that you've gained body fat or that you've gained weight, probably a little bit of body fat, but majority of it is likely to be water, just extra food. Um, But if you have consumed more and you've moved less, then yeah, by the rule of science, you probably will weigh heavier. If this triggers you, then avoid the scales for this time of year. Because isn't it funny how you might feel great and then all of a sudden you feel shit if you weigh yourself because you know that number. But if you don't know that number, then you feel happy. So if that's you, then I would suggest don't weigh yourself. If you do weigh yourself and the Christmas period has led to a few kilos increase, then ask yourself, what genuine difference does this make to your life? Because so many times people will beat themselves up, people feel miserable, oh, I've gained this amount of weight. But that's the thought. That is the the thought that is making you feel sad or making you feel guilty. So it's usually something around the message that that scale the scales is telling you whether it's that you've lost that control over your restriction or you feel like you've messed up because you couldn't keep weight off whatever it is it's a story that you're telling yourself because actually the reality if you ask yourself what genuine difference does it make to your life does it change you as a person i don't know the answers to these questions I can assume the answers to the questions, but I know for me, if I was to ask myself, what genuine difference does five kilos make to my life? The difference would would be a mindset thing. It would be me putting pressure on myself to say, oh, you shouldn't have done that, but why not? Why shouldn't I have done that? Why shouldn't I have overeaten? Or why, why shouldn't I have gained weight? There is actually no answer. You could keep going. You could keep asking yourself why. Well, why this? Why that? And you don't even get anywhere. You don't get an answer. So if you feel stressed by the scales, then I would say avoid them. If you do weigh yourself, then just ask yourself some questions. Just get curious with whatever's going on in your mind. Well, why am I feeling this way? What story am I telling myself? Is this the truth? And then finally, because I've just had another thought, this time of year should be about prioritising memories. Something that might be helpful to think about is that The gym is always going to be there. Workouts will always be there, but moments won't. Thank you for listening to this episode. If you've enjoyed this or if you think somebody else could benefit from this, please share it with a friend. If you share this on social media, please tag me on Instagram. It's at underscore Chloe Longstaff. And if you would like some support with anything that I mention on these episodes, please drop me a message and we can have a chat.